Innal hamdalillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina min sayyiati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa may yudlilhu fala hadiyalah wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashhadu anna muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluh sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in Ya ayyuhallazina amanu taqullaha haqqa tuqatihi wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Ya ayyuhannasu taqu rabbakumullazhi khalakakum min nafsin wahidah wa khalaka minha zawjaha wa batha minhuma rijalan kathiran wa nisa'a wa taqullaha alladhi tasa'aluna bihi wal arham inna allaha kana alaykum raqiba يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وَكُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ وَكُلَّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ إِبَادَ اللَّهُ أَوَّلًا أُسِيكُمْ وَنَفْسِ بِتَقْوَى اللَّهِ فَقَدْ فَازَ الْمُتَّقُونَ Indeed the best of speech is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the best of guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the worst of affairs is the newly introduced affairs and each and every single duly introduced affair, it is an innovation. And each and every single innovation is a misguidance, and all misguidance is in the al-fire. Ibadullah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in his book and he says, وَإِن مِّن شَيْءٍ إِلَّا إِنْدَنَا خَزَائِنُهُ وَمَا نُنَزِّلُهُ إِلَّا بِقَدْرٍ مَعْلُومٍ Allah Azza wa Jal tells us in his book, that there is not any means of sustenance which deserves lies with us and we do not hold and bring it forth except with a precise determination and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in his book that each and every single matter and affair whether they be dismal or whether they are a great matter Allah azawajal says that we have created it and predetermined it by way of al-qadr and about this, the Prophet said in the very famous hadith, the hadith which is Bashur from Abdullah ibn Umar, which he reported on the authority of his father, that when Jibreel came to the Prophet and asked him regarding the matter of Al Iman, the Prophet responded and he said, Fa'akhbirni anil Iman, kala, the Prophet said, and took me nabillahi. وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ وَكُتُبِهِ وَرُسُلِهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَتُؤْمِنَ بِالْقَدْرِ خَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ قَالَ صَدَقْتُ The Prophet ﷺ was asked this question and he was asked the question regarding what the reality of Al-Iman was and the Prophet ﷺ responded it means that you believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala His angels, His books, His messengers the last day and that you believe in Al-Qadr. That you believe 
in predestination, the good of it and the bad of it. And Tabus, from amongst the famous Tabi'een, he said, Adraktu nasan min ashabi Rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, yakuluna kulla shay'in bi qadr. He said that I came across and I met companions from amongst the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and they said, Kulla shay'in bi qadr, that each and every single matter which transpires, it takes place by way of Allah Azza wa Jal's qadr and his taqdeer. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has predetermined all of the events in our lives, life and death, sickness and health, wealth and poverty. Each and every single matter is decreed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَالْإِمَانُ بِالْقَدْرِ مِنْ أَهَمِّ مَبَاحِثِ الْأَقِيدَةِ And belief in Al-Qadr, it is one of the most important discussions with regards to our belief as Muslims. فَهُوَ رُكْنٌ مِنْ أَرْكَانِ الْإِمَانِ It is a pillar from amongst the pillars of Al-Iman. وَبِهِ تَتِمُ التَّوْحِيدِ And that one's belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cannot be completed without belief in this concept of Al-Qadr. وَكُتُبُ السَّلَفِ الصَّالِحِ فِي الْأَقِيدَةِ اِحْتَمَّتْ بِهِ And for this reason, we will find that the books of the Salaf, you will find that they gave importance to this discussion and this belief of Al-Qadr. The Prophet ﷺ said in the narration found in At-Tirmidhi, لَا يُؤْمِنُ عَبْدٌ حَتَّى يُؤْمِنَ بِالْقَدْرِ That you do not possess faith up until you believe in Qadr. خَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ It's good and it's bad. مِنَ اللَّهِ That it comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. حَتَّى يَعْلَمَ أَنَّ مَا أَصَابَهُ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُخْتِئَهُ وَأَنَّ مَا أَخْتَأَهُ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُسِيبَهُ And this belief is not completed up until you know that whatever was meant to befall you, it was never ever meant to miss you. And that which missed you was never ever determined to reach you. And so for this reason, people have always given importance to this matter of Al-Qadr. And this is something which busied the minds of many people. The generations before us and ancient civilizations, they delved into this matter to understand this matter. And some of them reached the proper conclusion but many of them were led astray because they placed their intellects above the texts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That they placed their intellects above the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so people give importance to this matter because their lives in this dunya, it is attached and connected to this topic of Qadr. And whatever occurs in it of taqallubat al-ahwal, that the change in the affairs in the dunya, it is connected to Al-Qadr. Whether it be matters of health or matters of illnesses, whether it be faqr or ghina, matters which pertain to wealth or poverty, or matters which pertain to death or life, or matters which pertain to the happiness in this life and the next, or their miserable nature in this life or the next. Wa'alam Allah. And know, O Muslim, that our belief in this matter of Qadr, 
it is not completed up until we affirm, affirm four matters pertaining to this matter of Qadr. And any matter which pertains to our beliefs as Muslims, the Muslim's approach is always to look at what the revelation says. He looks at what the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. He looks at what the sunnah of the Prophet says. He looks at the consensus of the companions and then they formulate beliefs. And so the reason why we believe in Qadr in the manner which we affirm Qadr is because this is what the text says and not because of what our intellect say. And this is something which differentiates us, Ahlu Sunnati Wal Jama'ah, and those who hear, adhere to the Kitab and the Sunnah, according to the Salaf of this Ummah, it differentiates us from the people of Bid'ah. It differentiates us from the people of innovation and the people of Zayl, the people of deviance. For their approach with regards to matters of belief is as Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala said, he said, يَأْتَقِدُونَ ثُمَّ يَسْتَدِلُّونَ فَيَضِلُّونَ He said that firstly they formulate beliefs and then they look at the evidences to justify their beliefs and as a result of this, they are led astray. And then he brings our attention to the methodology of Ahlul Sunnah wa Jama'ah and he says, يَسْتَدِلُّونَ ثُمَّ يَأْتَقِدُونَ فَيَهْدُونَ That firstly, they look at what the evidences say and then they formulate beliefs and as a result of this they are rightly guided and this is our approach with regards to any matters which pertain to our belief and our aqidah and so our belief in al-qadr it is not completed and not perfected up until we affirm what is referred to as the maratib of al-qadr what is referred to as the levels or the pillars of Al-Qadr. And the first of these levels, it is Martabatul Ilmi. It is the level of knowledge. And that is to believe that Allah Azzawajal's knowledge encompasses all matters. And this is part of perfection of belief in His names, such as Al-Alim and Al-Hakim. That Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is all-knowing. And Allah Azzawajal knows of all events before they transpire. Allah Azza wa Jal cannot be ignorant because this is the attribute which we negate for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah Azza wa Jal does not come to know events when they happen, but rather all events which transpire, it goes back to Allah Azza wa Jal's previous knowledge of absolutely everything. لا يعزب أنهم ذرة في السماوات ولا في الأرض That not the measure of an atom which is the smallest unit of measurement is hidden from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala لا في السماوات ولا في الأرض nothing which occurs in the heavens above us or upon the earth of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is hidden from Allah azza wa jal and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's knowledge encompasses all of his creation Allah azza wa jal says about this هو الله الذي لا إله إلا هو عالم الغيب والشهادة Allah, He is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who there is no deity worthy of worship except Him. Alimul ghaybi wa shahada. Allah azza wa jal says He has knowledge of the ghayb, knowledge of the unseen, of those matters which will still transpire. Wa shahada. And Allah azza wa jal 
has knowledge of those matters which has occurred. Just like Allah Azza wa said, وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ قَدْ أَحَاطَ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ إِلْمًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's knowledge, it encompasses absolutely everything. That Allah Azza wa knowledge is not hidden from any single matter. And this is part of perfection of belief in Allah Azza wa names and attributes. The second level of Al-Qadr, it is Martabatul Kitaba, that we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala predetermined all matters. And the way Allah Azza wa predetermined these matters was that He created the pen and He commanded the pen to write. And the pen wrote each and every single thing which will transpire <coughs> from the time Allah created the pen up until Allah Azza wa inherits the earth and beyond that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed this. Allah Azza wa said regarding this, Alam ta'lam anna Allah ya'lamu ma fi samai wal ardi inna dhalika fi kitabin inna dhalika ala Allah yaseer. Allah says, do you not know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows and has full knowledge of each and every single matter which occurs in the heavens and on the earth. This is written in a clear book. That this is something which is easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we all know the famous hadith of the Prophet narrated by Imam Muslim when he said, Kataballahu Kabla and Tahluka Samawati wal Ard, Pihamsina Alf, Makadirul Khalaik. That the Prophet said that Allah Azza wa wrote the decrees of the creation 50,000 years before he created the heavens and the earths. And this is something which is preserved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the preserved tablet. And so the types of decrees which takes place, which Allah Azza wa has predetermined, the, the ulama have said that there are four levels. The first of these levels, it is Taqdirul Am. That the general decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this goes back to the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah azza wa has full knowledge of the events before they transpire. Just like the general decree also means that Allah azza wa has written each and every single matter which will occur. And this is the general decree. The second level of decree it is Taqdeerul Umari. It is Allah Azza wa Jal decreeing our lifespans. And this is that Allah Azza wa Jal decrees each and every single thing which will occur in the life of the Abd. From the time he is born up until he dies. And this is found in the famous hadith of Imam Muslim, wherein the Prophet said, ثُمَّ يُرْسَلُ الْمَلَكِ فَيُنْفَخُ فِيهِ الرُّوحِ وَيُؤْمَرْ بِأَرْبَعِ كَلِمَاتِ That when the fetus goes through the various stages of life and they reach the point of four months, the Prophet says that Allah Azza wa sends to this fetus a malak. That Allah Azza wa sends to the fetus an angel. And the angel is commanded with the writing of four things. Firstly, that he is commanded to decree the rizq 
of the fetus that whatever is meant to come to you in your life it is determined by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you will not die up until you have exhausted whatever risk has been determined for you and this is the first matter which Allah Azza wa Jal writes وَأَجَلِهِ and Allah Azza wa Jal also writes the person's lifespan in this dunya that you will not die except in the time Allah Azza wa Jal decreed for you not a minute later and no time delayed from this decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَشَقِيُّنَ وَسَعِيدٌ and it is written for the person whether they will be from the people of Jahannam or the people of Jannah that this is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the servant's life the third level of decree it is taqdeeru sanawi that Allah azza wa jal sends down his decree each and every single year and this occurs on the night of Laylatul Qadr as Allah azza wa jal says inna anzalna fi Laylatul Qadr that Allah azza wa jal says that he has revealed the Quran on the night of Qadr and on the night of Qadr the yearly decrees come down and the scholars have said with regards to the yearly decrees what occurs in here it is that Allah Azza wa Jal sends down his decrees which will occur in the coming year and this is of life and death and you, Allah Azza wa Jal raising and giving honor to some and humiliating others and also what occurs in the yearly decree is that Allah Azza wa Jal determines whoever will go on Hajj for that coming year this comes down on the night of Qadr and then there is the Taqdeer Al-Yawmi the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which occurs each and every single day Allah Azawajal says Kulla yawmin huwa fi sha'an that each and every single day Allah Azawajal is decreeing matters and so we can see that our beliefs in Qadr it is based upon the evidences and we affirm these four levels of decree because Allah Azawajal has informed us about it the third level of Qadr, it is Martabatul Irada Wal Mashi'ah. It is the level of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's willing something to come in existence and Him allowing that to, to transpire. Allah says about this, And do not say with regards to any matter that I will do such and such a matter, Ghada tomorrow illa Allah, except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows it to happen and so this shows us our belief in the mashia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah azza wa jal must will this event to happen if he doesn't will this event to happen it will not happen just like Allah azza wa jal said wa ma tasha'una illa ayyasha'a Allah rabbul alameen that no O Adam and sons of Adam, that you cannot will any matter. Illa Allah, except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will this matter, the Lord of all of the creation. That the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is above our wills. And Allah Azza wa Jal's will, it is supreme over that which we want and that which we set out to achieve. The fourth level of Qadr, it is Martabatul Khalki. It is the level of the creation. The fact that we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is khaliku kulli shay. That he is the creator of absolutely everything. It means that Allah azza wa jal has created absolutely everything. 
And when we ponder and reflect over the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal is khaliq kulli shay, we think that Allah created the heavens and the earth. And He created whatever is found within them. But this understanding goes beyond the belief of physical creations. The fact that Allah Azza wa Jal created us, it means He also created our actions. That Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala created our actions which we do. And this is based upon the verse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Zumar, verse 62, Allahu khaliku kulli shay. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the creator of absolutely everything. And the understanding of the Sahaba with regard to verses like this is that they used to believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being the creator of absolutely everything means that He created our movements and our motions and He subhanahu wa ta'ala also created our stillness. That this is the comprehensive belief with regards to the fact that we believe that Allah Azza wa Jal is the creator of absolutely everything. And a verse which is even more explicit than this is the verse in Surah Al-Safat 96 where Allah Azza wa Jal says, Wallahu khalaqakum wa ma ta'maloon That Allah Azza wa Jal has created you wa ma ta'maloon and everything which you do. Allah Azza wa Jalla has created you and everything which you do. And so this is the belief of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah. That we believe that Allah Azza wa Jalla also created our actions. And for this reason, many disputes arose within the Ummah with regard to this matter. And the ulama of the Salaf, they clarified these matters. From amongst them, the great Imam Al-Bukhari, who authored a work known as Khalqu, Af'ali al-ibad That Allah Azza wa Jal created the actions of his worshippers So to put this forward as a belief Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah ta'ala At the time when people disputed this matter And they said if Allah Azza wa Jal decreed all matters Then what is the point in us doing actions? He clarified the belief of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah And he wrote a work titled Khalqu Af'ali al-ibad And in this work he brought a narration where the Prophet said, Inna Allaha yasna'u kulla sani'in sun'atahu. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created each and every single individual and that which they do. And this is found in the kitab Khalku Af'ali al-Ibad. And so a believer's belief in this matter of Al-Qadr, it is not completed up until he affirms these four levels of belief in Al-Qadr. Without, your belief in Al-Qadr is not considered to be completed and perfected. أَقُولُ هَذَا الْكَوْلُ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ وَلَكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَنْبِ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا إِنَّهُ الْغَفُورُ Alhamdulillahi wahdah Wa salatu ala man la nabiyya ba'dah wa ba'd Ibad Allah Qala al-nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Wa in asabaka shay'un falata kun law anni fa'altu Kana katha wa katha Walakin kul Qaddar Allahu wa ma sha fa'al The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam He exhorts us with regards to this matter of al-qadr And he says that if You are afflicted with any form of calamity Falata kun do not say, لَوْ أَنِّي فَأَلْتُ 
kana kada wa kada. Do not say, if any matter has afflicted you, if only I had done such and such, the outcome would have been such and such. But the Prophet guides us towards a method which gives the believer ease when he is afflicted with a calamity and he faces some form of loss. The Prophet says, rather say, Allahu wa ma fa'al. Say, this is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is what Allah Azza wa Jal willed and Allah Azza wa Jal does however He wills subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibadullah, whoever holds this belief in Al-Qadr, the belief as we have found in the book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Prophet والسلام, he benefits from this many fruits and benefits. From amongst it is that this belief in Al-Qadr it is the completion of his faith. And by way of affirming this belief, his tawheed, his belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is perfected. As the Prophet والسلام, said, La yu'minu abdun hatta yu'mina bil qadri khayrihi wa sharrihi. That the Muslim does not possess iman up until he believes in qadr, the good of it and the evil of it. Secondly, Belief in Al-Qadr, it is from the completion of Iman in Tawheed al-Rububiyyah because Allah Azza wa Jal's destiny and predetermination are amongst His actions and it is also amongst His attributes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Khaliq and part of believing in this name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala means that we must believe that Allah created absolutely everything from amongst the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is also indicative of his attribute is Al-Alim, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the all-knowing. And this means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has previous knowledge of events and he knows of the events which will still transpire. And this is part of affirmation of this name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just like when it comes to the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we also see at times the manifestation of the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al-Hakim, the All-Wise. So affirmation of this aspect of belief, it is completion in Iman of the Rububiyyah, the Lordship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thirdly, it involves, when a person believes in Qadr, it involves that the Abd, the worshipper, refers all of their matters to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At times of difficulty, they turn into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they have patience upon the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At times of prosperity and ni'mah and favor and bounty, they show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his decrees. And the Prophet said about the believers who approach their affairs like this, the Prophet said, he said, amazing is the affair of the believer. And all of his affairs are good for him. That if he is afflicted with some form of good, and he shows gratitude for this, then this is good for him. And if he is afflicted with some form of evil, and he shows patience in the circumstance, then this is good for him. And the Prophet says that this is for none other besides the true believer. So the Muslim who affirms belief in Qadr, he approaches calamities with patience. And the Muslim 
who experiences some favor and blessing and bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he meets these conditions with gratitude. And this is only the approach of the believer, the one who affirms belief in Al-Qadr. Another benefit of belief in Al-Qadr is that it shows human beings their true status in relation to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they are not proud of what they have achieved of good. Because this is that they attribute the blessing to the one who bestowed this blessing upon them. And so affirmation of this belief necessitates at tawadu It necessitates humbleness. Firstly, with regards to our worldly lives and our achievements, whatever we have achieved, we know that this is not due to our own ability. Who is the one who endowed you with this intellect? Who is the one who has given you this physical ability? It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so belief in Al-Qadr, it instills within the Abd At-Tawadu. It instills within him humbleness and humility. Likewise, with regards to his hereafter, that whatever you are upon of taqwa and righteous deeds, then this is only as a result of the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon you. And that individual recognizes this blessing and he gives gratitude for this. Another benefit of belief in Al-Qadr is that calamities become easier to deal with. That the Muslim who affirms belief in the pre-decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it makes calamities and difficulties and hardships easier to bear. And this we see as a living example of the people in Gaza at this very moment. That we see that when they are afflicted with a calamity, they say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. They say, And just as a result of this, the way they approach these calamities, so many people have entered the fold of Al-Islam. Because they say, how can people be afflicted, losing their kids, losing their husbands, losing their wives? An entire family is slain, and there's only one child who remains. And the approach is, Inna lillahi wa inna How can this be? It is as a result of their belief, in the divine pre-decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Azza wa Jal says, مَا أَصَابَ مِن مُصِيبَةٍ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ وَمَنْ يُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ يَهْدِي قَلْبَهُ وَاللَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمٍ In Surah Al-Taghabun, verse 11, Allah Azza wa Jal says, that no calamity befalls you إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ except by the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَنْ يُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ Yahdi qalba and whomsoever has firm faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah Azza wa Jal guides his heart. And this belief it refers to belief in Al-Qadr. That whomsoever affirms belief in Al-Qadr, Allah Azza wa Jal will guide your heart at times of calamities. And Allah Azza wa Jal will replace this uneasiness with contentment. And Allah Azza wa Jal will replace this contentment with patience. And this is the promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the abd who believes in Al-Qadr. وَهَذَا وَصَلُّ رَحِمَكُمُ اللَّهِ الْأَخَيْرِ الْبَرِيَّةِ وَأَزْكَى الْبَشَرِيَّةِ صَاحِبُ الْحَوْدِ